Did you hear the audio of the sheriff of Kenosha, Wisconsin, basically saying that he's speaking of black people, that black people needed to be warehoused, he kept using the word warehouse, and jailed forever for the rest of their lives. He was talking about a shoplifting case, literally. The video is actually from 2018. He wasn't talking about uh, any of the riots or uprising. He was speaking about four black people that were caught shoplifting from TJ Maxx. And he said some people aren't worth saving. They should be locked up for the rest of their lives. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about that. But what I really want to talk about is how when we tell people to vote, that's not clear enough. This man who made these comments, the sheriff of Kenosha, he was voted into that office. So telling people to vote is not clear enough. It's not specific enough. And today I want to unpack and explain what I mean. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. Before we get started with today's episode, let me play the audio from uh, Sheriff David Beth, who is the longtime elected sheriff of Kenosha County there in Wisconsin. Let me play the audio. And remember, he's speaking about four black men and women who were caught shoplifting. Listen to the audio. In society has to come to a threshold where there's some people that aren't worth saving. We need to build warehouses to put these people into it and lock them away for the rest of their lives. Let's put them in jail. Let's, Let's stop them from truly, at least some of these males, going out and getting 10 other women pregnant and having small children. Let's put them away. At some point, we have to stop being politically correct and I don't care what race, I don't care how old they are, if there's a threshold that they cross, these people have to be warehoused, no recreational time in the jails. We put them away. We put them away for the rest of their lives so that the rest of us can be better. That clip is so fundamentally disturbing that when I first saw it, and that when a lot of people first saw it, We honestly thought it was a spoof. Like, I mean that literally. I thought it was uh, a comic reenacting how outrageous the sheriff in this town was. Like, I, I wasn't sure, is this real? It may literally be one of the single most disturbing minutes that I have ever heard from somebody in law enforcement. It's it's that moment where uh, how we say it like this, where somebody says the quiet part or the secret part out loud like he we always thought that sheriffs felt that way. And it was always my assumption that that law enforcement felt that way, but that he had a moment where he went ahead and said what we knew he had been thinking. He went ahead and said it out loud that people should be warehoused warehoused for the rest of their lives not given any recreation like what are you ta- what are you talking about 
And to learn that he is literally talking about people stealing from a TJ Maxx, it is a real glimpse into how this town, Kenosha, Wisconsin, how it got to be how it is right now. And the thing is, I didn't know who the sheriff of this town was, and and neither did most of America. But he was voted into office and has been voted into office multiple times. And when we say vote, I know what people mean. But it's just not specific enough. We have to get to the point where we're telling people exactly who to vote for, who to vote against, and why. This man is not, is not put in this position permanently. He could be removed. I have a quick word from one of our favorite sponsors. You all know how much I love this company. Let me give you a quick word from one of them, and I'll be right back. Now more than ever, we should all be trying to educate ourselves on the world around us, not just by reading the news, not just by reading Twitter, but by reading books that deeply explain how we got where we are. And the task of choosing a book, can, a particularly a good book, can be daunting. That's why I love the app and the service Blinkist. It gathers the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books, and it condenses them into 15-minute clips that you can read or listen to. And they help you really find the perfect book to dive into while teaching you the main ideas. And right now, for a super limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. If you go to Blinkist.com breakdown, you can try it for free for seven days and save 25% off of your total new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com breakdown to start your free seven-day trial. You'll save 25% off, but only when you sign up on our special link at Blinkist.com breakdown. Check it out and let me know what you think, all right? The break, the, the break, the, 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 the breakdown. I see a lot of people all over the country in response to this moment that we're in saying vote. And when I say they say vote, like that's literally what they're saying, vote. And what I need us to understand is that that lack of clarity that lack of nuance, that lack of specificity often causes us to show up and vote. We'll show up and not know who to vote for and sometimes even vote people in office who are oppressing us. Uh, Democrats are incredibly frustrated when they hear me say this, but it's true. The police violence in some of America's cities across the country is almost always overseen by a Democratic mayor and a police chief who was literally found and hired by that Democratic mayor. Often, the horrible district attorneys in those cities, they're Democrats. Louisville is a great example. They have a Democratic mayor, a Democratic district attorney who's horrible, and a Democratic governor. And all of them, could have done something about Breonna Taylor's case, and they did not. In fact, the Democratic district attorney recused himself and and tossed it over to the Republican attorney general. And so people showed up to vote these people into office. We need better people running. And, and even more than that, when we show up to the polls, we have to know who is for us, 
Who is for policies that will help us? And who is working against us? Who do we vote for? I've, you may have heard me tell this story before. I've had people literally tell me that they got to the voting booth and they knew who they were going to vote for for president, but there were 35 other people to vote for in 35 other offices. And they didn't know who to vote for. So they voted for, for women, women only. Well, you do know that sometimes women can run for office and be horrible. Case in point would be Jackie Lacey, who is the district attorney of Los Angeles. She may literally be one of the worst district attorneys in the entire country. She is a black woman and she's horrible. And so if you showed up to the polls to say, I'm voting for everybody black, well, you might have just literally voted somebody in who is an oppressive force working against you. Well, I'm voting for every woman. That's not specific enough. It's not clear enough. Listen, I wish that was the case. You show up and vote for every woman, and they are just profoundly progressive and fighting for people every day. Sometimes that may be the case. A lot of times it's not. And so we have to understand who is really fighting for us, who is really standing for us, because this sheriff of Kenosha, Wisconsin, David Beth, he has voted into that position. Sheriffs, not police chiefs. Police chiefs are almost universally appointed by mayors, and most of those mayors are Democrats. Police chiefs are voted in, and we have to be in the business of, of fighting for people, good quality people, to run for these positions. Listen, I've got to run. Um, just know that saying vote is not good enough. I'm not discouraging anybody from voting, but please capital letters, bold print, be an informed voter when you show up to the polls this year. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Quality education activities should not be something only the rich can afford. This is Ray King, here to tell you about an opportunity that your family has to join my family's learning co-op this school year. You may have heard of parents forming learning pods where they're hiring teachers to help privately educate a small group of their children this school year. Well, what my husband Sean and I have formed is similar, except it's super affordable, available to families all over the world, and will be focused on enrichment classes that will support your child's regular school or homeschool curriculum. Classes like poetry and protest, the civil rights movement taught by Sean, algebra help, dyeing fabrics with natural products, and so much more. I've designed this co-op to allow all of the children in your household to take as many classes as they want each week for as little as $50 a month. That's less than I pay for one trumpet class for just one of my kids each month. I'm also happy to announce that I've partnered with iRaise Girls and Boys International, a nonprofit serving the Bronx, New York, to offer their families free or nearly free admission to this co-op. But in order to do that, I need as many paying families to join as possible. So your co-op membership not only benefits your family, but supports the family in need as well. Finally, a major benefit of co-ops is the community that's built among kids and parents. 
We're all feeling a little more isolated this year as we're stuck spending way more time in the house than usual. And our kids are missing interaction with their friends from school and their friends from their extracurricular activity. Hands in Co-op will have private chat forms for parents and specialty interest groups for kids. Join our community now at patreon.com slash hands in co-op. The registration deadline is September 7th. So go to patreon.com slash hands in C-O-O-P now to join our learning community.